What's up, you guys? You're listening to Keeping It 1000, hosted by Chant Moore. Be sure to like and subscribe, share to spread the value, and enjoy the episode. Keeping it 1000, your host Champ Moore, I'm about it. Let's turn up the podcast, just max out on that volume. Go ahead and tune it in. Tell your mom, tell her friends, tell your brothers, your cousins, and tell your moms again. We have on special guests a motivating show. We making better bets, shooting astronomic goals. So it's time to do this, just like we done produced it. Taking no excuses, going ahead and cue this Champ Moore exclusive. Howdy, 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 my champions. It's your boy, the host, the captain, Chant Moore here, keeping it 1000, the podcast. So today, I'm going to go ahead, get into it. It's going to be a deeper discussion. It's another one over a topic that seems to, I think it's the biggest pandemic in the world racism yep we're on this topic again and it's because it's something that we got to continue to practice and and truly engrave it into people's minds or just different ways to approach it so more people can understand and more things can start to change i know it's not going to happen overnight but that's the point of talking about it is that if you talk about it in your home then that means that you're talking to your family your friends your roommates which means they go to work and they talk to their co-workers who then go to their homes that talk to their families who then talk to their extended families who talk to the people that they work with and it continues to develop and grow and that's what we are fighting for with all this social injustice this racism, just this craziness that's been been around a long time, but I feel like it's being more exposed than ever because we have phones that record and we have um, social media that, that can bring some things to light. So we gotta keep putting, we just gotta keep putting our foot on the gas and continue to just make this thing go with all that being said man i got somebody near and dear to me coming on one of my best friends andrew oswald now andrew is a caucasian male and i thought that it could be a different perspective with obviously andrew and he knows this too but andrew did not he doesn't go through the racism that i do He knows that he'll tell you that, but he was there a lot of the times that I encountered. Well, he would, like I said, he, he witnessed it when I encountered racism from police and, and people, and he had my back and that's what we got to do. But I want you guys to kind of hear, you know, how we say we want their side or their full story. So we are doing this podcast today to talk about my perspective, the lens of a black male, and then the, the, the lens of a white male and 
same situations, but how I felt and what happened to me versus what happened to him. So you, you guys can kind of understand that this thing is real and what the black community goes through and what we feel and just the different stress levels when we hear a siren or see a police car and that we don't know if we could be coming home that day, you know? It's it, it's so wild to think about and I don't want to get too much into it because this is just the intro. But like I said, Andrew's going to be on and I thank him so much for being so willing and, and, and just being somebody to voice what he's experienced and what he can say about what he's seen because it takes guts to talk about this, you know? Like it's an uncomfortable topic, but we have to get uncomfortable to get to that comfort level that we all want, which is equality. So we're gonna take a quick break. This is Keeping It 1000. Thanks for listening. And when we get back from this brief message, we'll have on Andrew Oswald. Thank you guys, stay tuned. Like Jay-Z, jiggas up, you walkers who didn't write anything Are getting washed like a thicker, thicker, like bathing Young Hova, I know hitters like Yankees Gun toters, the pull triggers like crazy Unloaded, leave you shit up in your rover Your body goes limp and slumps over Like A-Rod in a month low, but he just homered Hold up, I said rover because now your rover is red Like red rover, so you know what I meant But I wrote over my opponents instead Making dark sounds, cause I gotta keep breaking these bars down I'll go slow for the space What's rockin' world? It's your host, Champ Moore Keeping it 1000, the podcast We're back Got on special champion guest, good friend of mine, all the way out in the Detroit, Michigan, Andrew Oswald. What's popping, Andy, man? Hey, man, glad to be on Keep It 1000. Yeah, my man. Here, man. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming into the champion zone. We are happy to have you. So, yeah, man, why, why don't you go ahead, give the people a little bit of background on yourself. Michigan, so middle of nowhere. Yep. Uh, small, small town. Came down to Ashland and uh, met Dave first week. Met Champ. Excuse me. <laughs> Put some respect on my name. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, man. And met met you first week of uh, football practice. Yeah. Got to be friends ever since. Uh, graduated from Ashland, 2016. Moved up back where. Back up to my hometown for a bit, and then now I'm down in Detroit after getting my uh, my next degree. So yeah, yeah, just grinding down over here in Detroit, man. Yeah, doing your thing, and. And uh, we'll go ahead, we'll segue kind of into what you just said with both of us going to the same university. And as you guys know, I, I said earlier in the podcast that we're going to be talking about racism. And believe it or not, well, first of all, I want to say Andrew, good friend of mine, he is white. Caucasian, he is white male, white male, male, and And, um, as crazy as it's been um, in the times that we're in, this is a topic that I I know Andrew would agree with that we just got to continue to kind of drill into people and just talk about it. And Andrew's been with me on on the many times that a cop has stopped me up at our university, and we we went to a pretty predominantly white would you say that andrew school right yes definitely it was probably 80 80 percent 
I would yeah. I concur. So I and and you've been with me through a lot of those times when getting pulled over or whatever. So I kind of just want to talk about it through the eyes of a black man, me, and the eyes of a white man, you, just so listeners can kind of see this is a real thing that needs to be talked about. And you've seen it firsthand with me. So yeah, so you you down with that. So let's go ahead. I mean, man, I don't know if you remember, but the first time we ever got pulled over, it was in like your SUV. Do you remember that? Yep. It okay. was uh, it was my mom's SUV cuz I had that down at school for a bit and we were we left a party to go to another party, right? And um we we packed in my SUV. We had about seven people in it. SUV had only fit five. We had people in the back, <laughs> and everybody was drunk except for except for Champ. Yeah, he, he was the one to drive us. And you, you want to know what's so crazy too? Like not not to interrupt you, but just thinking about this, you all you guys had been drinking and you wanted to get to the next place, and I didn't bring my license because I didn't think that we were going to another spot. If you remember that. Yep. So my school ID, yeah, but but yeah, go ahead. We were just trying to get to the next destination safely, so I ended up driving. And yeah, go ahead, man. What you were saying? And so the cop pulled us over, and we get to the side of the road, and two. I think there was two cops, one on your side, and one on my side. Yeah. Uh huh. Of course. Of course, I I denied that I was drinking because I'm a very very responsible <laughs> uh, young college student, and. He called my bluff right away, and um, I showed him my registration and insurance, which was under my mom's name, Yeah. which is all the way up in Michigan, and a white, a white woman, and they took champ, they took you out of the, uh, Man. Took you out of the car and put you in the back of the car park. I, all right, so this is this is where I was going to say this is where I got to tell from the, the black perspective, too. Man. They took me out, and I know that you might not remember exactly because you were intoxicated and other people were in the the, the, the car, and like, you know, we're just kind of timid because of the situation, and man, they put my face, I guess you wouldn't have seen it because the cop car was behind us, but they, they, they handcuffed me, put my face on the hood of the police car, and then they put me in the back of the car, and basically it turned into... What are you doing? Why don't you have your ID? Um, you know, what are you guys doing? This and that. And we and he said, I was like, sir, why did I get pulled over? Because, you know, you see that I'm not intoxicated. I was just trying to take care of my friends who are, you know, we're being responsible. And he told me it's because I was swerving on the road. And and I get it if you need a reason, but your boy's Jeff Gordon. Like, like I <laughs> Like, I know, I know how to drive safe and, and, and definitely in a time like that, I was going 35, hands were 10 and two, whatever. And yeah, all that happened. And then I remember that's when the cop ran my student ID. However, he could, then he went to talk to you. And that's when you and I, yeah, we were separate. Like, I wonder what Andrew's saying. You're probably like, well, you wonder what I'm saying. <laughs> and we had, to, we had to try to read each other's minds from, uh, from between cars. Yeah. It worked out. I mean, it's, I had to, I had to tell him 
like that, this is my parent this is my mom's car he's this is my friend driving it's not a problem he's I had to explain that to them, which for no reason should I have had to explain why we were out. Like we, had, we hadn't committed anything. We, we were driving perfect. It's, they just pulled us over because there was a black man driving the car. Bruh, and you and you know what's so wild about you saying that too? Like it was a problem to them because, and and people to throw this out there too. Andrew and I are are not against police. We're against, you know, police brutality. But one of Andrew's best friends is a cop. One of my best friends is a cop. So that's not the case with us. But we know what's, you know, we know injustice when we see it kind of thing. And, um, yeah, like, man, I was going to say it's crazy that you're saying it was a problem because... It ain't like I like it ain't like I had a gun to you as I was driving. Like if anything, I was the one that was the victim, right? Like I was driving y'all. You, yeah. <laughs> Gotta get to the next party. For real, I, I wanted to just go home. I think that's why I didn't bring my license because I said I didn't want to drive y'all. But man, and I showed up with the keys. Like you're, you're taking us. Like, yeah, it's, it's crazy. I was forced. No, yeah. and I now I appreciate you sharing that just because like. People can see this is this is a real thing, and this was what five yeah five, we'll say five years ago. Yeah, it was in college. It was a yeah, while. and and it's just like we were facing that at the age of twenty one, and then you hear about other stories and like man, like I, I want to throw this out there real quick, which this is another time in Ashland when I had gotten pulled over. You weren't there, but mm-hmm. I had two other friends that were black males in the car. And I put this on, I put this on God, I put this on everything in my life. I've never smoked a day in my life, marijuana, never have. And the cop pulls me over and he's like, what are you guys doing? Your eyes are awfully red. And I was like, yeah, that's because I wear contacts. My eyes are red because I've had my contacts in for 14 hours today. Like I had football then we kind of hung out, went to a club, then we came back. And he's just like, oh, your eyes look too red for that. And I could smell the weed in the car. And I looked at the two homies in the car and I was just like, none of us have smoked. We literally went to see a friend who had visited our campus for that one night. And it's just like another one of those where, man, like all the cops pulled up. I had like four of them pull up on me and the two friends and they just pulled up on us. And it was outside of my dorm. Next thing you know, it's just all these red and blue lights circling the, the the campus basically and looking at me and all these people looking down from their windows next that's day. Embarrassing too, yeah. Huh? It's embarrassing too, like that happened. It, it, and it was because you you know how I dress. I, I have my own weird style, so everybody knows if it was me. And they and they and next day at football practice, they're like, "Hey, what did you do?" I, I'm not even thinking about people were watching, but everybody on the campus knew, and I had to explain. I don't know. I couldn't explain anything. Like, <laughs> anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, man, it's I, I don't know. It's it's very frustrating and it's frustrating when you're trying. But I'm very appreciative of people like you who have had my back numerous times. Like you've been you man, you've been with me so much. Like, <laughs> yeah. maybe the so cops are after you, bro. 
which right. you were actually with. You you were there. Okay. Yeah. It was uh, it was I think freshman year we were we were driving somewhere. It was me, you, um, and two other friends that we played football with. And I got pulled over, and because I didn't stop hard enough at the stops. <laughs> I remember. And yes. And what, what was funny is that I had to come to a complete stop and wait for a car to go by before I could leave. So I, I, I told the cop, because he asked me, you know, you did wrong. He's like, and I said, I, I don't know what you did. And he said, well, you didn't stop at the stop sign. And I, I, I straight up said, no, I did. I, 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 I talked right back to him. You know, yeah. I, I, was, I felt that comfortable. You like, didn't care, was, man. You were like, I'm right. <laughs> I, and I was. He went, he's like, do you, do you want me to go back and look at the tape? And I said, yeah, me being 18, being, being a little Yeah, idiot. a little daredevil, yeah. yeah. Yeah, go back, go back and look at the tape. And he did, and he came back and just, all right, you have a good day. And I was right. But it, it, the point of the story is that like, I was that comfortable with talking to a police officer, whereas I guarantee you would never do that. No, nah, man. And that's, that's the... I, I feel comfortable doing that because I don't feel threatened that they will do something to me. You don't feel like... You don't feel threatened, and I feel like a threat that's not a threat. Yes. Yeah. It, and yes. I, what you just said is so true, man. And, like, I've really, really been contemplating this topic a lot just because I got a new nephew, and he's black, of course. And now I'm thinking about the speech that I have to give my son or daughter one day when, you know, who knows what age that will be at now. But rather than telling them about Mickey Mouse, I got to tell them about putting their hands on the dashboard. And I, 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 I don't like maybe this is me being paranoid, but I bought headphones, man, that sit on your jaw so you can hear the music and what's happening in the outside world. The reason I did that is because of Ahmaud Arbery and like I can hear my surroundings. Literally today I heard a cop come by to tell some people who were at a. Um, they were they were having a picnic at the park and I ran by it and I can hear my music but I heard the siren and I'm gonna I jumped and I looked over and he told the people at the picnic put your your mask on or it's a $400 fine so I do that because I'm paranoid of being jumped from behind for nothing or looking like a criminal when I'm just trying to get my cardio right like I'm, I'm having this run competition with you and I'm nervous about that or coming home and man, I lock and close the door everywhere that I go just because of Breonna Taylor. And it's like, literally, I'll be watching Netflix on the couch and shout out to you for your account. Um, <laughs> but man, I'll just be chilling. And I, and I just I, I have that crazy thought that somebody's about to pull up, even if it's by accident, which, of course, is what happened to her. And like, as man, it's, just, it's, it's hard to be black, right? Well, it's just hard to be black, like. In the in the world there's a that problem, we're man. yeah there's yeah a big problem with like, not treating humans like humans yeah Let, it's got to start with treating each other like like normal human beings like like there's nothing different between you and I which mm -hmm. there isn't yeah no I and I and I love that you say that man and my biggest hope in the world is that people are more like us more like you that they're truly about character and heart and it's not about your you know your features and what you look like 
because the first day I met you, <laughs> I don't think you said a word, but a, you did. I was a kid from Michigan, man, up north Michigan. I was down in Ohio. I yeah, have a friend in the world right there. Foreign, it was foreign to you, and um, but 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 my point being is that I could approach you not knowing anything about you, and you could approach me not knowing anything about me, and it's just like, when will the rest of us come to that and see this isn't right? So I know it's. It starts with individuals like you and I, like setting an example like that, that you and I can be that good of friends yeah. and we can go through stuff that we did together. And yeah, it's just got to start, start small and build snowball. And, and no, you're, you're so right, Drew. And like, what's so good about you kind of saying that is like where we start. It's, it's like, I'm thankful, man. I am thankful as hell that. I lived through those encounters with the police and you being there because something still could have happened to me or any of the other black men that were riding in your car that day. And we're still here to tell this story, to tell more people for being aware about it. And I think that that's a a bonus to it, man. And like we kind of giggle and we laugh about we know it's a serious topic. But at the end of the day, we yeah, we both know okay this wasn't right we got to it this wasn't right yeah so like we can we can joke about it all we want because i mean it was a funny situation because nobody got hurt out of it yeah or somebody did it's a totally different outlook yeah different vibes yeah that would have that you know i'm getting goosebumps thinking about it man just because the reality of it is we don't think of things and how they affect our lives until it affects our lives until it happens to one of them so thankful i'm thankful for for me and you getting out of those situations and um yeah man do you got anything else that you want to hit the people with any knowledge any things to spit at them hey man just treat everybody like you want to treat your mom if you if you love your mom if you don't then (laughs) treat them like that (laughs) you immediately said it then backtrack (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> nah man it's it's all hood though man i appreciate you andrew for coming on to the to the podcast and giving us your words from the point of view of a white man and definitely being so good to me and so many others and just truly having a kind and and an honest and very loving soul hey man it's great to be on here great to be your friend great to be able to talk about this sort of stuff that's yeah. what that's what's so great about this is that we can converse exactly point of views different outlooks and everything 100 1000 percent sorry (laughs) (laughs) well cool man thank you everybody you heard them that's what we got to do if we want things to change if we want things to happen it starts with you it's an individual thing and it continues to grow have the conversations in your homes your kitchens with your friends in your community and keep the message going keep fighting social injustice keep fighting racism we can be the change so thank you guys for listening once again to keeping it 1000 that's andrew oswald a good buddy of mine i'm champ moore and i approve this podcast we hope you enjoyed this episode of keeping it 1000 be sure to like and subscribe we'll see you next time